Did you know that 22 veterans and service members commit suicide every day? They fought or are serving to preserve our freedoms, so we need to fight for their mental wellness. I'm Shelly Whitehead, General Manager of Super Talk Meridian and a proud daughter of a United States veteran. The Stronger Together Foundation wants to make a difference. We want to make mental wellness a priority, provide education, and support to those affected. Please go to StrongerTogetherFoundation.org to learn how you can make a difference. and welcome to Grind, Grace, and Grow every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. here on Super Talk 103.3 FM. Brought to you by Snowden Company Real Estate, Pearl River Resort and Spa, and Brad Bearfield Shelter Insurance. I am very excited. My name is Shelly Whitehead. I am the general manager here at Super Talk Meridian, but I'm very excited to have the wonderful Joyce Lane in the studio today. She is with the Meridian Architectural Trust and the Meridian Aces. These are two new I don't want to call them nonprofits, organizations. committees, organizations that are have been developed here in Meridian. And Joyce, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what these organizations are doing to help grow our community? Well, I will, first of all, I want to know where you're from and what your background is, how you got to Meridian. Okay. Uh, I grew up in Middle Tennessee, uh, lived in the Nashville area almost all my life until I remarried 17 years ago. And then my husband and I became permanent tourists living across the southeast in Mobile and Macon, Georgia and uh, Mississippi and just having fun. And, um, you know, um, how we got to Meridian was that uh, his job brought him here with uh, a company and the company closed after three years. And we were three years from retirement, so um, he found a job in Memphis, and I stayed here. And while he was gone, I got lonely and got involved in the community. Well, and to be involved in the community is really an understatement for you. Um, <laughs> you know, I've, I'm involved in the community some as well, and you were a big proprietor of last year's Three Foot Festival. Really helped make it the wow factor that it was, and it was amazing. Thank you so much. You know, I, I um, hope everyone learned to dare to dream that you can have some you can have whatever you want. It doesn't have to be small because of the location. You can make things as big as you want them. My children loved their cars. Oh, the art cars. Yes. yes. And I love that. I have several friends from Meridian that are artists like Amanda Cassell. She has, I think, Give Hope designs and um she had a, a booth there and all of her funds that she raised goes directly to the cancer benevolence fund but it was so neat to see local artists and artists from all over and diversity yes in our community people coming out and at that time people were in need of something like this it was almost as some as if someone removed a, a blanket of darkness off of all of us that day it was uh you know it was just it was a wonderful day the art car people such a unique group of people to have come in and uh that was a hard sell you know trying to um trying to get across the the idea of having a single unique identifier for uh 
festival, something that would was something that nobody else was doing. I think it paid off. I think people came to see them uh, in some ways. And, and once you started talking to them, they all had such great stories and were wonderful. The other thing that I remember that was fascinating to me was at the end of the road down here, right in front of Wadman's, we had a fire truck with the American flag hanging right. from it. And at that time, you know, we were just, we were, we were still de- dealing with pandemic, but it was also like, it was unity. Yes. And yes. like you said, it was like a, a cloud of dust. And it was, I felt so unified in our community. Everyone was happy. It was a beautiful day. It was like yes. God <laughs> just had his eyes on us and his hands over our little town for that day. And it didn't rain and the weather, it wasn't that hot. It was perfect. God knew that I didn't have a plan for rain. You can't just move that into the Riley Center. (laughs) He helped me out that day. It's like praying when you're like you've had outdoor wedding. You're like, please don't let it rain because I don't have an alternative option, which I got married on the beach and there was not an alternative option at that time. Your talents from Nashville is what helped drive a lot of the energy in the creation of the Three Foot Festival. I think being from somewhere else, sometimes you see things differently. I'd been a part of a lot of different activities in Nashville, different festivals and things. So, you know, you get ideas. You recognize that the crazier they are, sometimes the better they work. So you just try it. (laughs) And sometimes crazy is a good crazy. A good crazy if you have bad crazy. But sometimes even bad crazy can be turned into good crazy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I call my, when I'm being creative, I call it creative mania. Oh, okay. <laughs> because it's like I'll start writing and I will write and write and write and write. I might produce 10, 15 commercials or I write poetry and write songs and I can produce, you know, lyrics like that. Now, getting the music to go with a lyric, I'm always like, I want to send this to Taylor Swift. This is like a perfect I hate boys song or something. <laughs> I call it, you know, creative mania. And when I'm at, that's when I'm happy is when right. I'm capable of creating. And you're an artist yourself. And tell me about some of the things that you enjoy doing. Oh, I love clay. I love clay. I love sculpting. I like. I love hand building. Um, just the, the minute that I pick up the clay, I leave the, uh, external world. I'm, I'm really in myself at that moment and real focused and, and just, uh, you know, I'm feeling the clay and, and sometimes not even thinking about where I'm going with it. I'm letting it go where it wants to go. You like, let it speak to you almost. Do you have a wheel? No, I, I, don't, I don't use a wheel. Do you use like what type of clay? Mississippi mud or? No, I use, it's actually, uh, the company's called Alligator Clay. They're out of uh, Baton Rouge. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I, I don't know anything about clay mm-hmm. or, or, or sculpting. Well, you'll have the opportunity to learn. Uh, the ACEs uh, have been able to secure uh, the very first Mississippi Clay Conference to be held right here in Meridian. So tell me about exactly what the ACEs are. The ACEs were formed last fall. Uh, It stands for Arts and Community Events Society. It's basically the the core group that uh, worked together on the Three Foot Festival. And we decided to create our own little group, which is really pretty big by now. We already have about 40, 50 members in it. Wow. How do you join? How do you join? Uh, talk to a, uh, a member and, and tell them you want to be in it. And okay. They, they pass it on and 
uh, that's how you get in. So, awesome. Yeah. We wanted a nimble group that could make decisions quickly. We wanted a group that would be excited about every single thing. And uh, we wanted a group that felt comfortable in bringing ideas, throwing them on the table. And if, you know, they, they had something they want to do, go do it. We're, we're going we're gonna to be behind you. So what are some of the things you just mentioned, the Clay Conference? What are some of the other things y'all have been working on? Okay, keep in mind, we've only been here since uh, August. We were uh, partners with uh, uh, Mitchell on putting on be- uh, Bud and Burgers. You know, we okay. got out there and helped them put things together, okay. which is part of what we do. We love to partner with other groups okay. to make events even better. It's a big deal you know to 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 us to be able to do that let's see what did we have after bud and burgers oh we were the sponsors the physical sponsors for day of the dead we created our own um lemonade stand so we go out and we try to earn dollars and don't ask for as many uh sponsorships that way we hope and then in uh december we did now this is all in just few months months, yes in december we hosted the uh marion bright holiday market which gave 31 uh, artists the opportunity to sell art in um in a studio setting in a you know in like in a gallery setting where was that at that was on fifth street okay i don't remember that oh it was great i'm sorry you didn't make it I made Day of the Dead, and I made Mm -hmm. Buds and Burgers. In fact, I'm still a little salty I didn't win. (laughs) Super Team Super Talk, we had the best burgers. So we had the holiday market in December. Mm -hmm. What was next? Well, the next is is what's coming up. We're involved with uh, the uh, Mardi Gras Parade. Okay. And the Flamingos and the 601 Stompers. Oh, those naughty Stompers. Bless their hearts. They've worked hard. I I give them credit. They're going to be fabulous. But they're not going to be any more wonderful than the Flamingos. You know, y'all get out and cheer the girls on, okay? Uh, We really really, uh, have worked hard, too. Uh, But next weekend is the kickoff of our Full Moon on 5th series. And that will be March, April, and May. And it'll be the first Friday night of each month. Okay. Uh, And will that be live music? Will it be artists? Well, full moon on 5th obviously isn't on the full moon. We, we kind of had to figure out how to make that happen. So we have two 16-foot-tall <laughs> inflatable moons. Where do you find those? Oh, Mark Davis has gone to the end of the Internet, believe me. <laughs> it, it's funny that you say that, but Mark likes to decorate his house for Halloween Mm-hmm. He goes over the top, so that really doesn't surprise me. Well, we, we have these two 16-foot inflatable balloons, and they also have a light inside them, Okay, which I think is going to be fabulous looking. So there's going to be two moons? Two moons, one at either end of 5th Street at 22nd and 23rd Avenues. So it will be in the street and in Dumont? It's a block. No, it won't be in Dumont. It's a block party. Okay. Yeah. Bands? Band will uh, will be uh, David. Uh, excuse me, Daniel House. Okay, he's my favorite. Uh, is he? Well, that's he's great. great. Come on out then, uh, and he'll be performing in one of the moons. I think that'll be so cool. The visual of the the uh, guitarist playing in front of the yeah. moon. The other moon, be sure to come by and do selfies. Okay, because that'll be a really cool backdrop yeah. for for selfies. We're gonna have some great food. Casey Culpepper's gonna be there with crawfish lobster and i believe she said bisque cra- shrimp and crab bisque shrimp and crab bisque they're all bisques 
That should be good. Uh, yes. Hope, hope, well, I'm going to say this. I hope, hopefully, it will be warm enough that you don't want to eat soup because I'm over winter. <laughs> but, you know, if it's chilly, at least you can grab, a, you know, some soup and, and, right. and warm yourself up. So how did the idea of the full moon concept come into creation? Okay. Well, that was really my idea. And it was based on... Uh, Let's see, what did they call it in Nashville? Oh, uh, the full moon picking party, which is held at Percy Warner Park every full moon. And all the mus- musicians come out and they play together. They just they just have a big picking party and everybody brings picnics and sits around together. And I just loved the 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 um, companionship and the camaraderie and the just it was so always so laid back and loose and I thought we could do this in Meridian. And so Full Moon on 5th is, a, you know, kind of started from that idea of getting people together. Bring your lawn chairs when you come. Sit around with your friends. Talk. Have, have, a, have a beer or two. Uh, be sure to look at the artwork that's uh, in the uh, uh, gallery that we'll have open that night. It's uh, three wonderful, beautiful young black women from here in the county that uh, are putting out their their artwork and it's going to be quite a show we're really excited where'd you find these artists brie allen is on our board of directors of the aces Mm -hmm. and uh, kiki please forgive me for not remembering your last name she's a one of the aces and then they have another friend that's an artist as well so um they are so excited they're putting everything into it and they will keep that open for two weekends after uh, the event. So will that be in front of Revere Photography downtown? Like it, there it, will be, it will be the front room of Revere okay. Photography. So tell me a little bit about, you, ca- you kind of call it the Aces Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me about the studio and how it's kind of become a an idea generating generator center. Maybe yes. is yes, that a good is. way or brainstorming conglomerate, which I like to think that super talk is, you know, when people come here, be open minded, let's brainstorm, let's come up with a greater good. Well, Mark Davis has been very, very generous. Uh, he has the uh, 2211 uh, Fifth Street as his ga- as his uh, photography studio, but he has partitioned off the front part of it. And we're able to use that for events and for gatherings. And we're able to, like, when we want to build something, you know, together, we all get over. Like last night, we were working on basketball goals for Saturday and painting the the uh, goals. And basketball goals. Basketball goals. Yeah, you heard it right. <laughs> it's for the kids to play basketball. with their, uh, And it's for little kids. Okay. So uh, he, you know, being an architect, designed a a great little uh, basketball center and uh, some of the aces were there last night painting it I remember during Day of the Dead I went into Mark's studio wasn't that killer and um, all the different the art like the, the black kids, light yeah the black light and those kids they're they're so talented and I just remember thinking wow this is amazing mm-hmm. and to say that you know we're bringing out art in our youth, which is so important, right. and to teach our children about different cultures and Day of the Dead, mm-hmm. you know, is I don't want to call it a Mexican Halloween. 
Um, it's more of a, a tradition. Oh, it's, it's a very religious holiday. So it's very them. religious. And I learned a lot about it because Linda came on our economic development show and she talked about it and it was very, very interesting. And I just thought that that was great. Um, and also to embrace our Latin community here in Meridian. Yes. We have a large Latin community and it needs to be recognized also. They have so much to offer and so much talent and so much cultural flair that they can bring to diversify Meridian. They sure can. And the, watching everyone out uh, at uh, Day of the Dead was so special. People coming out with their faces painted in the traditional ways and wearing the traditional clothing and enjoying being together. I almost cried when I was leaving. Uh, we had had a lemonade booth set up and I had worked it until just about closing. And I walked across Dumont Plaza and there was a slow dance being played. And, you know, it was so heartwarming to see the Hispanic couples dancing together in a public place in our town, feeling like they belonged. I love that. That's great. Um, you know, as we were talking earlier in the studio, you know, I'm not for I cry over puppy pictures, too. Okay. <laughs> well, I love dogs. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've lived all over the world, to include Turkey, Los Angeles, which sometimes could be considered a foreign country. Um, but, you know, the Latin community and or Hispanic community in Los Angeles has so much influence. And you just learn so much. And I always tell people, it's like, you need to live in a different culture. You need to experience a different right. culture. You need to learn about other cultures as a way to diversify yourself and to open your mind to new ideas and to well, new experiences yes exactly and and know that you know let's celebrate diversity let's celebrate different cultures let's celebrate different religions and to be able to learn from each other for a greater good oh i agree completely you know creating a sense of belonging in a community is vital to its survival i loved the analogy that you used earlier about creating a community with having a loom of how we can all be intertwined together. Would you explain that to me a little bit? Well, Mark, cover your ears because you told me I couldn't have any more ideas this year. But um, I'll vouch for you. Okay. Uh, I just have this vision of creating a big loom, maybe five feet, six feet tall, maybe eight feet long, and inviting the community to bring in strips of clothing, uh, you know, two inches wide. And on that strip, write... You could put your name, uh, you could put something about yourself or your feelings about your community and weave it into the loom. And as we weave it together, we see how our community comes together. And we can recognize that if one, one strip is removed, that the whole community is weakened. So in, in coming together, we are stronger. Absolutely. Stronger together. Yes. Um, and we have to, again, going back, we have to celebrate everyone's talents and we have to celebrate everyone's differences. Oh, yes. You know, what did we say earlier? Being stagnant, being resistant to change, that's going to be what stops the city's growth. Right. Or make it decline. But on the other hand, accepting and, and consciously looking for 
opportunity. Yeah, and things that you've never experienced before, things you've never seen, you've never tasted. You know, we have a new restaurant in town, and I went over there, and the food was great. The Jamaican restaurant? No, not Jamaican. There is a, um, I think they're Lebanese. Really? What yes. kind of food is Lebanese food? Oh, it's, you know, it's it's a, you you would might call it Greek. Okay. Um, I do like But it. it's not. Okay. Uh, it's a little bit different. The bread's different. All Where of that. is it located? I it's have any, I, and I'm an eater. Okay. I'm, I like to eat. In fact, I said I have to go to Newton later today. I was like, oh, I'm going to go eat at Zach Garvin's. That's so right. I, I like, I kind of <laughs> try plan to plan day. my day around what I'm going to eat. Yeah. Um, it's over on, uh, I'm so bad about roads here. I don't really know them. I'm a landmark person. Okay. Um, so tell me like by dirt sheep or by the airport or by the college, North Hill street, there's, Briarwood, Marion. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. Uh, there's, uh, it may be some sort of a, oh, planet fitness. Okay. Yeah, it's in the same same okay. shopping center with Planet Fitness. Well, I think they need to buy advertising on Super Talk so people can know about them. I, I will will let them know next time I'm in there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, anyways, but then I also want to hear about the Meridian Historical Art, no, Architectural Architectural. Yes, I yes. want to know about this because you have a love for architecture, and we see the revitalization of the homes on Poplar Springs Drive and on. 24 like in that historic district so i want to know about that what what how did this idea come about how long has it been in in it established too, it too was formed last year along about august uh there was a lot going on in august all right <laughs> <Sounds like it. laughs> i don't know what phase the moon was in but it, we were really you were in that creative <laughs> chaos uh this was formed by really two groups of people that were working independently of one another talking up the same idea, and they collided. Uh, Sarah Johnson and Mark Davis uh, started talking about the same thing that Sarah Johnson and I had been talking about, and Mark and Ellen Bourgeois had been talking about. Okay. No, that's not right. Her last name is Bordeaux. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Ellen. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, and we started talking together. Perfect. And we recognized that together, again, uh, we could create an organization that could help strengthen the community through revitalizing uh, historic districts. I think that's great. And that's the first thing when people move or go to a city, they want to see the historical district. They want to drive up and down and look at that. I do. I want to look sure. at the houses. I want to be I like, look how beautiful that is. Even my mom will say, I always wanted to live in an antebellum home. I'm thinking, I don't really want to live in an antebellum home because that's probably going to be really cold and drafty. But I do love the beauty of them, the character, the detail that was put into architecture during, you know, the early 1900s, late 1800s when these homes were built. There's, you know, there's a, a really wide range of interpretation of historic. Mm -hmm. And in terms of, of, uh, homes and buildings it could be modernism it could be you know the mid-century modern now falls into a category that allows it to become part of a historic district right. what we're looking at and here, here's how it's going to work for us we're creating a revolving fund that means we're going to have like money you set aside for people that want to buy homes no we're going to be buying houses that are in distress that uh, need to be redone. We're going to buy them. 
we're going to renovate, restore, and resell. And uh, so if anything, that's going to one, that's going to do two things. Right now, we do have a home shortage in Meridian. Right. Two, that's also going to revitalize that area. But three, it's also going to increase our housing prices. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is economic growth. We're, we're most interested in restoring community. Uh, we, we are going to invest in a feasibility study. Uh, that person is going to come in, go from neighborhood to neighborhood, assessing the neighborhood and getting a read on whether or not the uh, property owners in that area are receptive because we can't do anything if they don't want us there. And she will, uh, uh, it is a woman, uh, uh, Mary Hanbury uh, Ruffin, and uh, she will tell us where to start. Well, you have to have a plan. We do. Uh, We'll buy a house. We'll fix it. We'll sell it. We'll take the money. We'll buy the next house next to it, hopefully. Do the same. Keep going down the street. We want to create a pocket of, of redone homes. We want to create uh, an area where people want to invest, where people want to live, where people want to flourish. So we had Amanda Snowden in the studio earlier, and her and I have talked about how people buying a home now They're not just looking to buy a home in Meridian. They're looking globally because people can work remotely. People can work from anywhere now. So that opens up a whole wide range of options. And people want to live a a simplistic lifestyle, I think. They don't want to have to drive 30 minutes to go to a downtown community. They don't want to have to drive to a park like we have like Bonita. They want simplicity. They want convenience. They want to get rid of that running around in circles. And I think that's what we can offer here in Meridian. Sure. The time spent driving is terrible. Well, but if if you're spending time driving, you can take that time and spend it living. Exactly. In a small town. And I lived in a big city. I lived in Montgomery, Alabama. I had a 45-minute commute to work every day. You know, Joyce, we're already, our time is already up. Oh my goodness, that was fast. I told you. Everyone comes in the studio and they always say, oh my gosh, we're going to be talking for 28 minutes. I'm like, yeah, it'll go by very, very fast. Thank you so much for coming on our show today. And Thank you for having me. I enjoyed learning about all that you are involved with and trying to do for our community and the initiatives. Oh, we're doing it. We're not trying. We're doing it. Well, and I want to continue to you to like talk about it on our eco show about what's going on and how, you know, it's affecting our community. And I love growth. I love forward thinking. I love change. And that's what you're doing. Yep. That's Congrats. What thank you. You're awesome. So Y'all, thank you for tuning in to Grind, Grace, and Growth. Remember to tune in next Tuesday at 9 a.m. here on Supertalk 103.3 FM. Buying or selling a home can be a very complex process and not something you should try on your own. Let the team at Snowden & Company Real Estate lead you step-by-step all the way to closing. Call Snowden & Company, 601-453-3937. This is Brad Bearfield with Shelter Insurance, the Bearfield Agency. For all your insurance needs, home, auto, life, or business, give my office a call at 601-485-3811. For the total in-your-body experience, visit the spa at Silver Star. 
At the spa, you can enjoy steam bath and sauna, relax with a body treatment, massage, or visit the Whirlpool. It's your body. Be nice to it at the spa.